0: Are you ready for change?
1: Hit it! That's what I'm talking about!
0: Wait! Okay now, from the beginning.
1: Hit it, boys.
0: We're in the studio today with Ron Ovett. He's founder and director of Empower Ministries and wears many hats, one of them which is Mr. Change Agent, and I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot about that. He's an expert when it comes to changing habits and and looking and confronting those things that we habitually do that really, frankly, isn't good for us. So we're going to talk about that today. Ron, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine, thanks.
0: Excited to be here. Excited about talking about uh, triggers
1: today and habits, picking a habit goal.
0: Okay. Well, you talk about habit goals a lot. I was reading some of your material. What specifically do you mean by habit goal?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's easy to just think, well, gee, I want to uh, get healthy. That's a great goal, but what's that mean? You know, we have to be a little more specific, for example. Does that mean that I'm going to exercise? Does that mean I'm going to eat differently? Uh, Am I going to start sleeping better? Uh, Am I going to reduce stress or take some kind of supplements? So, you know, we need to get a little bit more specific. For example, you know, I want to start walking 30 uh, minutes a day, or I want to eat a low-calorie salad for lunch on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, getting a little more specific helps us uh, with our goals.
0: Well, what if a goal happens to be too hard? I mean, what if you bite off more than you can chew, so to speak? How, how do do people get defeated? What's your encouragement?
1: There? Well, that, that's a that's a great question. I know that uh, happened to me. I, I I was 23 years old. I had been going to the YMCA, pretty buff man. You know, I was lifting weights and doing some a lot of stuff. And this one guy looked at me. He says. Uh, man, you're out of shape. And I go, like, what? You know, and he goes, yeah, can you do your run? I go, no. He's there, well, you know, you need to start running or something like that. Well, I so I decided, you know, because I, I ran when I was a kid and everything. So I thought I'd start running and maybe three, four miles a day. But I only could do a quarter mile. I ran down to a bridge, sat down at the bridge, catching my breath, and then ran the quarter mile back. My dog that I took with me did better than I did. But, you know, that's the start. And, and I guess what I'm saying is sometimes we, do a, we need to do a mini-goal, what I call a mini-goal. And, you know, if you're going to start uh, exercising, let's say your goal is to do uh, 20 push-ups, start with one. Start with two. Because wh- what happens is that we get excited about that. We do it. It's easy to do. And then after a while, we'll uh, see that we're able to uh, do more. There's, there's something in us about pushing ourselves. And so it won't take long. It didn't take long before I uh, started going, uh, you know, three, four miles. And I've put in, you know, uh, well over 15,000 miles, you know, on my my body here. So, you know, mini goals are good. Take what you want. If you you need to, start with a smaller goal and then work your
0: way up. Well, okay. So you're dealing with... uh... A problem in your life, uh, be it a habit, be it uh, a condition you have, and you set a goal, and let's say you achieve it. So you're done? Is that it?
1: Yeah, I guess in a sense. You want to, you know, if, you, if you've if you accomplished your goal, you got a new habit, you got to maintain it. Uh, let me give you an example. Like in lifting weights, when I started, I started with a mini goal. Lightweight, low reps, built my way up. When I quit caffeine, I want cold turkey. Uh, When I quit sugar and carbs, I want cold turkey. But, of course, I had to start maintaining it. I've been doing that for years, and it isn't every day that I go uh, without sugar. Heck, sugar's everywhere, right? But I maintain it. And so that's what you, you want to get to a place where you maintain it. Uh, when it came to uh, my daily devotions, time that I spend uh, with God in reading and meditation, I started small, reading small portions because I wanted to build a daily habit. See, anyone can do something once, you know, but you want—we're talking about habits, and old habits are hard to break. So, in fact, I think another th- another concept here is uh, what I call secondary habits.
0: No, well, before you get there, Ron, I, mm-hmm. I'm. Maybe I'm getting a little confused, but you're using the word habits, which is cool. But there's good habits and then there's bad habits. So you're mm-hmm. saying take a bad habit, stop that, but you replace it with a good habit or is well, the word habit bad in and of itself? I mean. Oh no, no,
1: you there's that's a good question. A lot of times the easiest way to stop a habit is replacing it. We'll talk about this in a future podcast uh, about the the different things there's, you know, stimulus, response and reward. Is the classical language, trigger, behavior, you know, and uh, the reward. Well, a lot of times it's okay to keep a reward out there. You're hungry, okay? The reward is satisfaction. You eat. So you need to replace what you're eating and and get satisfied with that. So sometimes replacing is the best way, but sometimes you just got to get rid of bad habits. But I find that uh, usually I'll I'll try to manipulate something. I'll, I'll try to manipulate the stimulus where and then change the behavior, and so then I get a, a different reward that is more satisfying. And and you know there's a lot of ways to play with that. We we'll talk about that in a okay, future so podcast. So some
0: things you just cut like you said you want cold turkey on the carbs and sugar. Well caffeine or I cold, caffeine, turkey. cold turkey. So you but don't replace. Still it, drink. Well, I you mean you replace it with sure, caffeine. Exactly.
1: Right? I got a non-caffeine drink. And uh, so, because drinking is, you know, something I need, right? I need, and of course, some people would replace it with more water, which is healthy. So a lot of times you'll find that you're doing something for reasons, and uh, you don't always have to get rid of that reason. You want to create it into a, a better
0: result. So. Okay, I'm intrigued by this secondary habit. What do, you, what do you mean by secondary
1: habit? Well, what trips us up, and this, this in fact, we're going to do a, a, quite a few broadcasts here uh, or podcasts on, on triggers, and uh, so we won't get into it all today, but secondary habits are these habits that trip us up, and we, we don't know it all the time. For example, let's say you want to stop sugary uh, treats, okay? Well, a secondary, you need to ask yourself, where do you eat them? When do you eat them? Who do you eat them with? What kind do you eat? What mood are you in when you crave them? What are you thinking when the craving hits? You know, what are you believing when you try to resist? These are all habitual thoughts and behaviors. So if I was going to stop, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily stop my coffee break in the morning. Uh, I like the people I go with, so I talk to them and say, look, I'm going to try some low-sugary things here or some non-sugary things, and you bring your own or you buy something else. But that's a secondary habit you better look at or you're going to get tripped up.
0: Because it's, sometimes, if, let's say you go out with the wrong crowd, you want to mm-hmm. quit drinking uh, right. alcohol. Right. Well, if you keep hanging out at the same bar with the same people, it's going to be hard to resist.
1: Exactly. That's a secondary habit. So the habit of not drinking is the primary, but a secondary. Another one would be going by that bar on your way home yeah you, know, okay. you might want to take an alternate route i mean these things it depends upon the seriousness of your habit we got to take these things serious and you in part of what we teach and train and they can go to our videos and even take some of our courses we really try to teach them how to look for those secondary habits and if you you know it's like
0: winning the war by winning the beachheads you know okay wow you've really got me thinking about those secondary habits it's that's intriguing because a lot of times we get in trouble by where we hang out, who we hang out with, some of the things that we just do. And, and what you're saying is we need to be on the lookout of our environment and, and the things that might lead us down the wrong path. No, talk y- y- a little bit more about that.
1: Well, we're going to talk about that in a future podcast. Uh, I have the you know, script ready for it, and that is how do you manage your triggers. And it, it, let me give you a funny story. I was working with a a girl that wanted her dad to stop drinking, right? And so uh, he reluctantly came in. And uh, he he had been doing drugs and drinking, and he's older now. It's killing him. He's dying. And so, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Well, he came in, and he looked like he was in the, the band The Grateful Dead. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, if you're serious about stopping drinking and drugging, then why are you dress using your uniform i mean it's amazing now you would not think something like that but every day he gets up looks in the mirror dresses he's looking like his old drug habits and so a simple little thing like that changing your wardrobe getting a haircut it's amazing how that can help us break out of some of those just wired in behaviors and uh, and so there's a whole thing about your environment where you work and we'll talk about that when we get to managing uh, the triggers but secondary habits I would encourage our audience here to start looking at secondary habits and then uh, the next podcast of course they can do them in what order they want but next we're going to be talking about picking our team how do we pick a team to help us if we're gonna get serious about it how do we pick a team
0: Well, this has been fascinating. Thank you, Ron. Our guest has been Ron Ovid, director and founder of Empower Ministry and uh, Mr. Change Agent. And we're going to be learning a lot through this series, so I would encourage you to make it a habit to listen to this podcast and uh, where else can they go ron to find out more information
1: well in fact if they want we're, we're offering a ebook on overcoming triggers and so if they want to get that ebook they can simply go to www.empowerforliving.com backslash trigger and they can download that free um, booklet so we have an e-booklet called overcoming triggers Uh, e-book and so they can go to that and that will get them started they can also go to Mr. Change Agent uh, YouTube uh, channel Mr. Change Agent where I have a lot of videos there that they can start seeing and then we'll also we're offering a course and that they can see some of our courses on there as well.
0: All right so that address again is empowerforliving.com slash forward slash trigger and you can go to the Mr. Change Agent YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, type in the top Mr. Change Agent. You'll see Ron's picture in the top. Click it, and you'll be there. There's plenty of videos to look at. And uh, that would be a good habit uh, to get into looking at those. and and finding out how we can uh, just straighten our lives around and break some of those nasty habits we've been praying and worrying about for so many years. Hey, thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Mr. Change Agent Podcast. And Mr. Change Agent himself right here is Ron Ovett, director and founder of Empower Ministry. And Ron, thank you uh, so much. This has been great advice, and I'm sure the listeners are going to make it a habit to uh, listen to this Mr. Change Agent Podcast. What?